dear listener, and uh, welcome to, uh, well, it's part two, isn't it, of our um, two-part Inspiration Band episode. Uh, episode five. Episode five, blimey. Flying by. Time is flying by. Um <laughs> A lot of fun, I think, we had in this episode. It was uh, it was a lot of fun to do and to chat about, and I certainly learned one or two things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did. Um, the deep, deep purple comes to mind. It does. Oh, oh my God, mate. I'm never, ever going to live that down. I'm never going to... Sorry, totally forgot to mention that you're listening to Communication Podcast. Hello. Um, hopefully you know that if you press the button and downloaded it and whatnot, but um, <laughs> this is, of course, the podcast where a comedian, me, fits... And a musician, that's me, Sam. Uh, we meet uh, virtually for a little while at least to discuss the world of, of comedy and music. And yeah, if you're just kind of tuning into this episode and it's the first one that you've listened to, welcome. Um, but but do go back and listen certainly to the last one because we're forming a super group um, and <laughs> y- you'll only know half of the members um, if you only listen to this episode, right? <laughs> That's it, yeah. And uh, just to the bit that we alluded to before, the deep purple. Uh, so last oh. in the last week's episode, yeah, this is happening, Vince. Oh, uh, last week's episode, uh, I said the guitarist should be one of our guitarists should be Jimi Hendrix. Mm. Uh, to which Fitz says, "Oh yeah, he plays Smoke on the Water, doesn't he?" Uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying desperately to think of a way that makes it sound like I'm not as stupid as I clearly am. But <laughs> yeah, I uh, I made a boo boo, and um, and we, I mean, luckily, our listeners are the type of people clearly that that want to let me know about that mistake. So thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's always important to get nice feedback. Um, but yeah, one one of my my old housemate, in fact, Johnny. Shout out to you, my friend. Um, he, we spoke uh, on the phone the other day and we weren't initially talking about the podcast at all. And he went, mate, before I go any further, I've got to say Deep Purple. And uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to live that one down for sure. Uh, <laughs> you, certain, you certainly won't. No, I might even have to get a T-shirt made with Jimmy's face and then Deep Purple written just above it. <laughs> mate, do you know what? If, if if someone's up for designing us some merch, uh, then by all means, we will we will get that made and <laughs> I will wear it with pride. Yeah, that's that's very that would be funny. That would be funny. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if anybody out there's bored and can design it, then, uh, you know, give us uh, do it. Do it for us. Dance do it for, for fits with with credit, full credit, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. Speaking of design. Hmm. I, th- yes. I think uh, I think we should definitely share with the listeners um, our cool news this week. Is that all right? Yeah, please, please go ahead. Um, well, I was I was going to invite you to to do it, but um, we can we can share the announcement. Um, so so those of you that have downloaded the pod and uh, have looked perhaps at our Facebook page or our Instagram or Twitter, where where could they find that? Out of curiosity, Sam. At Commusician Pod. That's right. Ev- everywhere that's right excellent um you'll know that that something's changed we've 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 had we've had a makeover ladies and gents haven't we Sam? <laughs> yes yes we have we've had an amazing makeover. five episodes in <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so a huge huge thanks goes out to matt james uh matt, matt james is a, is a friend of ours um and he he saw our announcement of our podcast uh saw our logo and went you can do better than that. Um. <laughs> it's just weird because I mean, you spent you spent absolutely seconds creating that, didn't you? On um, <laughs> on on pages on your Mac. 
yeah, it was. It w- it wasn't a very long time. It was. It was good um, though. I, I don't. I don't mean that to sound um, disparaging because I'm very proud of you and your work. But um, but yeah, Matt James is has absolutely nailed it, hasn't he? Oh, he has. Yeah, it's it's amazing. He's incorporated little bits of both of us. You know, he's kind of got the four bass strings going through the the musician word. Uh, he's got the kind of like the the comedy theatre icon for yourself, and then the two different microphone styles to kind of engage us both and yeah i think matt you couldn't have done uh, a better job so thank you very much for that um we we wear the logo with pride on our podcast yeah damn straight and um yeah you know we love you for doing it how sweet of you to to take that time and um you're an absolute legend mate so uh yeah thank you thank you very very much from us both mm, yeah absolutely thank you very very much matt indeed um so uh on to on to this episode so you know this this is the episode that we were kind of it was a follow-on wasn't it from the first part of our our band uh, i think we've got a pretty good uh, a good basis of our band so far so if if memory serves correct we've got obviously dr dre producing um mm-hmm. and then dave Grohl on drums so obviously dr dave as I hilariously <laughs> quipped to not very res- very much response. Um, <laughs> who else we got? Uh, so we got Flea on bass. Yes. Uh, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we've also got Jimi Hendrix on one of the guitars. Yeah, we do. And yeah, I think I think it's uh, so far it's the makings of an amazing band. And let's hope let's hope we don't mess this up. No, well, I think um, I think what's great is that you know obviously this is this is subjective music, subjective comedy, subjective, and and I think we're really happy with with the choices that we've made. And obviously, um, we will speak to you at the end of the episode as as always. But we would love to hear your your thoughts. If there's people that you if you're listening to the pod and you're shaking your fist in the air, going how these idiots they haven't even included. <laughs> this person then do let us know that is exactly the type of stuff that we want um so yeah please do get in touch uh, how could how could someone do that if they wanted to email us for example if they want to email us it's pretty simple it's commusicianpod at gmail.com that's right that's right good lovely stuff um excellent well i think we're uh, i think we're ready for for the episode um enjoy let us know what you think and stick around at the end stick around at the end Cheers, guys. See you in a bit. Enjoy. One thing that struck me, and this is where I will concede that I do not have very much musical knowledge, all right? And and I'm, I'm going to put my hands up. It's very male-heavy, all right? And I'm going to throw this out there. When I think of um, female musicians, this, again, I'm fully open, fully open here because I, I know that I'm being an idiot, but... I can't think of that many kind of female guitarists or or female musicians other than singers. You know, there are so many incredible singers out there. God knows how we're going to narrow that section of, of, of our um, yeah. band down. <laughs> yeah. I honestly have no idea how we're going to get to that. But am I, am I being an idiot for not being able to name very many female kind of performing musicians it's, it's a difficult one i don't know i don't think you are um i think a lot what we're what we're looking for essentially is a guitar player not not a you know not somebody that plays an acoustic while they sing that sort of thing mm. we're looking for an actual kind of lead guitarist yeah, um, yeah. because this band is going to consist of lots of lead guitarists and i can only think of uh, of a handful to kind of get us going in conversation and the first one that comes to mind is one we probably both know about um which is sister rosetta tharp 
Now, okay, yeah, you might recognise that name from uh, Frank Turner's most recent album, No Man's Land. That's that. That is exactly where I recognise it from. Yeah, yeah. So she was a she was born in the very early 1900s, I think 1910, somewhere around that. Um, and she was she's like the queen of rock and roll, but she's like the unheard of queen of rock and roll. Right. Um, and if if you get a chance, dear listeners, do um, do go and listen to that album because he's basically what frank has done is he's done an album of 10 different women from history and kind of written their story in three to three and a half minute songs and it's it's a fantastic album and one of the standout for me uh, one of the standout songs for me is, is sister rosetta tharps and she was basically she was a rock and roll like kind of singer and guitarist pioneer uh, yeah absolute pioneer and um Frank says it perfectly in his song when he says, you can just imagine uh, little Elvis, uh, Chuck and Johnny sitting by the gramophone, listening to her and getting inspired to become rock and roll, what we know today. But rock and roll wouldn't have happened without Sister Rosetta Tharp. Incredible. And it's such, she is such a mm. kind of almost, almost a forgotten piece of history, but she's mm. really like her music is making a massive resurgence now, which I think is, is perfect. Um so that that name, um, Sister Rosetta Tharp, you mm. know, a, again, full disclosure, never heard of her um, until I listened to that album. And then um, so Frank Turner has got a podcast, I think maybe by the same name as same that name. album. Yeah, yeah. No Man's Land. And it is all about, you know, it. it historical women you know women that history perhaps is is not um given credit to in the same way that perhaps it should unsung unsung heroes i guess for absolutely that's a really good podcast as well because he goes into he actually tells the story that he's telling in the songs but in a lot more depth and then at the end mm. of each podcast we'll play that song yeah um so it's definitely definitely worth a listen it's 10 episodes long and he he does it really really well but I would like to talk to you about Peggy Jones. Do you know Peggy Jones? Um, I don't think so. I'm guessing it's probably not any relation to Peggy Sue. <laughs> it's, it, it's not. Good. No, um, I'm out. Just <laughs> similar in name. <laughs> well, Peggy Jones uh, was Bo Diddley's guitarist. Now, Bo Diddley was a rock and roll star in the kind of the 50s and 60s. He kind of reached his height, um, and she was she was just perfect, perfect for him. They kind of locked in so well that the audience could close their eyes and not know that there were two guitars on stage. Okay. They they just it was just synchronicity at its best. Oh, so I I mean I think you've pretty much summed it up. But locked in is synchronized. You know, kind of they're not in the pocket as such, but you know they're perfectly combining combining like a harvester um but but (laughs) (laughs) perfectly linking uh and and playing really well together right yeah exactly so for example if bo went up for a really high-pitched solo then you can guarantee that peggy would be playing a really like meaty like kind of lower the lower notes of that kind of that area and it just it just sounded perfect every single time but what peggy is kind of almost one of the biggest things that she's almost famous for is doing all that work and then she left the band because she wanted to do some work on her own and she wanted to kind of go off and she did and she created a couple of albums by herself and then she went and did a stint with James Brown and his uh, Brown and his his band um, and then she got a phone call I think it's about eight ten years later um, from Bo Diddley saying I need you back and it was rumored that she was coming back and then the the audience that saw her uh, that, w- that were there to watch to watch the show when she came back were just chanting lady bow lady bow lady bow again and again and again 
and i think that just shows you how, how incredible this woman was you know th- this is a time you're probably i think when the time she returned it was either late 60s early 70s you're looking at you're looking at a lady that there, there was no social media to promote who's yeah. in the band. I was going to say, she's you not, she's not uh, she wasn't an Instagram influencer or anything like that. She didn't have hundreds of thousands of followers to tweet. Hey, guess what? Big news tomorrow. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And no, and you, you, you're absolutely right. It's, she, was, she was just fantastic. And to be able to kind of grab an audience like that, you know, not many people will know who played guitar for Elvis mm. or who played the drums for Elvis. But this entire audience was shouting Lady Bo, which was her kind of onstage nickname because they wanted her back so much because of how well the two of them gelled and worked together. So I think for that reason alone, she deserves to be in our band. I would, uh, I mean, obviously, A, I'll bow to your superior knowledge, of course, but it certainly sounds as though it was a, um, excuse me, by the way, uh, it certainly sounds as though she was a a real inspiration. Um, Do you think that she, again, apologies, this is probably a really naive question, but do you think that she kind of inspired perhaps other females to, to be interested in music and to want to kind of get up on stage where perhaps they wouldn't have been able to historically is that a thing of course absolutely i think i think if you look at kind of peggy jones it would be naive to say that she wasn't in you know kind of inspired by sister rosetta tharp who we've just spoken about yeah yeah and i think uh, peggy jones has just taken that on and kind of given that and and made people want to get into music who who thought that they they couldn't um, so yeah, I think she was an abs- absolutely she was she was a pioneer. Amazing for for, wi- for women in rock and roll. Pioneers are more than goddamn welcome in our band. <laughs> that they are. <laughs> <laughs> so I very very quickly because I'd forgotten. So you know that we did our first episode. Sorry, our first gig episode. Yeah. So my friend Lewis, um, he listened to the pod. And he got in touch with me straight away afterwards and he went, mate, I'm not sure that Incubus was your first gig. And I was like, hmm, okay, well, it's a pretty cool one, mate. So you, you better be <laughs> you better be prepared to back that up with some hell of a claim. Um, and actually, it's very possible, and I, my timeline isn't quite clear on it. Um, so it was either Incubus or my first gig was Glastonbury Festival <laughs> at oh. the age of 16. <laughs> yeah, now, decent. I'm not sure which it was because, like I say, my timeline isn't exactly clear. But what I do know is that when we had just done our GCSEs, me and three of my friends at the age of 16 mm. went to Glastonbury. And <laughs> um, as you can imagine, it was amazing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, yeah sorry to um, derail us but i thought that that was worth mentioning because i totally forgot about it 100 percent. oh nice one cool man so we have got uh we've got five members of our dream band and i think that that is a pretty strong start now we're gonna have to have two vocalists i'm afraid that's that's a um that's a non-negotiable as far as i'm concerned and yeah. we're gonna need uh, a, a man and a woman hundred percent how we how we're gonna bloom and narrow that down i've got no idea but i think we've probably got room for one more guitarist but i i really love saxophone nice so i would like if we can to to put in some sax now the only trouble with that is that i can only really name one um famous guitar um saxophonist and and that's john coltrane that's so his, yeah as soon as you said it that's exactly where my mind went Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, okay, absolutely. well, that's 
that's good. So John Coltrane, uh, you know, I I don't know too much about him, but I know that he, you know, he is Mr. Saxophone as far as as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Coltrane was he was phenomenal. He so he was jazz. Um, primarily jazz so that'll be very interesting in the in the kind of lineup that we've got um, <laughs> but he he definitely he so he started kind of like the bebop movement as far as i can remember but the the funny quip about john coltrane is that a lot of people regard him a lot better when he was on drugs and kind of lost his soul a little bit when the drugs stopped whether that's got anything to do with the fact that you know it looks like he only lived about 41 years Oh well, <laughs> who knows? But, but yeah, it's um, it's it's often made a joke, and it was even made a joke on uh, Family Guy as well. Right. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Coltrane only had soul, and he had drugs inside him. Um, nice. Uh, that's not something that I'm standing by. That's just something that I've heard said a few times. So you've heard it said. Okay. Nice. So, so well, it's either going to be John Coltrane or the only other one that I think could be inducted, and certainly deservedly so. Uh, would be Bleeding Gums Murphy from uh, <laughs> The Simpsons, if you're familiar with that. I am very much so. Yeah, absolutely. That to this day, by the way, to that mm. that episode where it's Lisa's birthday, I would say is probably one of my favourite things I've ever seen. Have you, have you seen that episode? You I must have. have seen it. Yeah, when yeah, kind of he's in the clouds and. <laughs> Lisa, it's your birthday. That one. <laughs> yeah. Happy that was, birthday, that Lisa. Lisa, it's your birthday. God bless you this day. You gave me the gift of a little sister, and that's what I had to say. Lisa, it's... Oh, yeah, we're going to cut that. Damn it. No, we're not. Um, Absolutely not. Because the main reason for that is that's almost like an advert for our live show for when you've got to do your live <laughs> performance. <laughs> God bless you this day. I love on and, Wikipedia, by the way, it says that he's deceased. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> character... So Bleeding Gums Murphy was the idol and role model of Lisa Simpson. He first appeared in the episode, uh, sixth episode of season one, Moaning Lisa. Ah, see what they did there as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what do you reckon then? John Coltrane or Bleeding Gums Murphy? I'm tempted um, to go with Bleeding Gums, if I'm honest. <laughs> let's go with Bleeding Gums Murphy just because I've humiliated myself in public. Um, nice. Bleeding Gums Murphy, you're in, mate. Love it. There you, you go. Are in. There's also <laughs> really, <laughs> there's also a really lovely picture. Um, when you when you search a search engine for it, um, Google's one. Others are available. Of um, three, uh, in the clouds, you've got the face of Bleeding Gums Murphy, uh, Mufasa, and Darth Vader. Very good stuff. So we are nearly at the kind of business end, aren't we? Where we're going to have to try and try and narrow down the vocal mm. market, as it were. Um, do we do we have another guitarist? Do we have another, enough space for another guitarist? Because you know, I'm I'm obviously no expert, um, but I do know that there are loads and loads of other guitarists out there. So. I think we've I think we've got room. You know, this is a dream band. This is inspiration band. So it's the dream band. Why, and as long as we're not? yeah, as long as we're playing songs that you know, they'll they'll probably be playing nine minute songs. Let's face it. So there's <laughs> <laughs> there's probably room for one. And now we've got Bleeding Gums Murphy. We need a sax solo. So there's going to be yeah, there's going to be space. I think. Um, now there's there's two that kind of I, what I don't want to do is is give too much of my vibe because 
my other one that kind of comes to mind i've got two others which is either bb king or john mayer okay um but that's i love blues so that's kind of why i go that angle now john mayer's guitar is his playing is just absolutely incredible but at the same time bb king his was as well um and dare i say it's probably where john mayer got a lot of his kind of want to play from so it's it's a tough one if we're going to need it and but i do think that john mayer might add a little bit more kind of he might help peggy jones out in the kind of the funky rhythm part of it okay well i mean i'm 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 good with that you know i think when i think of when i think of guitarists you know i'm like i say my knowledge is is nowhere near kind of what it should be but you know so i think of brian may obviously famous um bb king you mentioned earlier on but then people like slash you know slash is is a guitarist that i've learned more about from that um disgraceland podcast which oh, yes. is, yeah, is, yeah. is really really interesting and the the kind of guns and roses story is you know just mind-blowing in terms of some <laughs> of the stuff that they got up to so um i mean ultimately i'm at your i'm at your kind of beck and call really and i'll bow to your judgment but i think certainly it's worth mentioning people like slash and um and brian may they would bring two very different things uh two very different elements to the to the band um what about carlos santana was he was he guitar Ooh, is he guitarist as well he was very much a guitarist that's a really good shout mm. i hadn't uh even thought about carlos santana and oh yeah he got some the sexy sounds from his guitar didn't he <laughs> he, <laughs> he really got did. some you went a little bit i did you got a little bit of motion there, didn't you mate? yeah i did a little bit yeah no that's Lovely. a very that's a very good point and i think fitz you might have just found it because don't get me wrong you know, John Mayer is also, you know, he's on on my arm. He's he's part of the tattoo. Um, but Carlos Santana, I think, yes, yes, let's do it. For when the bridge comes and the, the song drops down, you could then have a really nice Carlos Santana little solo there just vibing us through. Yes, that's it. Well done, okay. management. You can be manager of this band. Lovely stuff. Good. Um, okay, so, yeah, so Carl, Carlos Santana... Uh, again, you know, I probably don't know one percent of of the Santana um, back catalogue, but I do know um, obviously Maria Maria is is a song that I love to belt out. Mm. Um, smooth as well. Um, yeah, I think I think just for just purely from from the um, kind of some of the riffs from that, I think I think he's that's good. I mean, get in the yeah. band. This is gonna be the hardest part for sure. I think. Um, there are so many incredible vocalists out there and how we're going to mm. narrow it down to uh, a male voice and a female voice. I've got no idea, but I guess, I guess all we can do is just try and find some. So um, hit, yeah. hit me. <laughs> who, who needs to be in there? So I'm going to throw a few names out there and we'll just mm -hmm. go with that. I'm going to start uh, with, we said we're going to have a male and a female at the front, right? Yeah. I'm going to start with Freddie Mercury. Oh, okay. Um, then okay. I'm gonna st I'm gonna start there. Then he's on my arm, so I'm gonna go with Elvis. Yeah. Um, but then you've kind of you've got to think about other guys that like you know might not be screaming the vocals, but maybe like what about a crooner, like mm. Sinatra or something? Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
There's uh, so many different. There's so many different elements that you can. If you can, dear listener, if you can hear the pain in my voice, it's because, it's because as soon as you said Freddie, you had to start with Freddie, didn't you? Mm. For me, for me, it's got to be Freddie. But, but we have to, we have to at least make it a conversation because, <laughs> I. I just I can't put into words how incredible a performer I think Freddie was and yeah. how much I would I think actually we spoke about um on either last week or the weeks before we've spoken on a previous episode about if you could see a band um dead or alive that you would above anyone else I said Oasis and and that's still to this day that would probably be just about the band that I would want to see right. um but if I could see Queen with Freddie Mercury, if I could go to Wembley, that Live Aid gig, oh my God, I that would be a really tough choice between them and an Oasis. And in fact, it would be Queen because, you know, Oasis might get back together at some point. <laughs> and if I use my one wish for, <laughs> to, and I don't bring Freddie back from the dead for, for a gig. Um, but we can't just end it there. Do you know what I mean? I think... Absolutely, I think that there are there are some phenomenal uh, vocalists out there, and also, you know, I'm kind of thinking about it not just from the the kind of sound point of view, but the stage presence. Now, don't get me yeah. wrong, Freddie had an amazing stage presence, but you know, so did the likes of Jagger. Yeah, like he wasn't he wasn't the greatest singer, but on stage he was phenomenal to watch. Mate, Michael Jackson you know how yeah how could how could go. we not how could we not think about someone like michael jackson who just defied defied music for so long yeah. do you, trivia question do you know what the biggest selling album of all time is no but i feel like it's going to be a michael jackson one <laughs> yeah thriller by michael jackson wow still it's the biggest selling album of all time and you know that's that's ludicrous and i think when you're talking about artists that have have kind of changed the game in in many ways you know you can't ignore you can't ignore michael jackson for sure right. i think you know the super bowl halftime show that he did my friends my friend's a massive michael jackson fan and he showed in fact shout out to tom vidler tom yeah uh, tom v our one of our friends you know he he loves michael jackson and i'm glad that i remembered because if if i'd forgotten to mention <laughs> michael jackson during this point he 100 percent would have got in touch straight away yeah and um, it wouldn't have been a happy review <laughs> no no it wouldn't have been a happy review at all um so I think that that adds something because he was a showman, you know, he was a a, a performer mm-hmm. a, of of the highest of the highest um, kind of caliber, and again, you know, it brings something different to the table. And I, but then I have just thought about another one. Oh, mate, yeah. this conversation could go on. We've got to try and find a way to close it in. But yeah, I know Marvin Gaye. Ouch. Yeah, of course, mate. Stevie, Stevie Steve- Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but. How, but no matter what I think about every artist that I'm getting so far, mm. I, I'm still I'm finding myself drawing back to Freddie Mercury. Okay. Um, so I don't, know, I don't know how you feel about it. But. The Mercury is rising. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. You are welcome. Um, I mean, personally, as soon like I said, honestly, as soon as you said Freddie Mercury, I was like, well, it, it's obviously Freddie Mercury. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, but there are so many 
so many great kind of artists out there and you know i'm i really like my singer songwriters so you know i'm not suggesting for a moment that someone like passenger for example should go into the the hall of fame um and and I'm sure, I'm sure, passenger. If you're listening, you will agree that uh, if it's a choice between Freddie Mercury and and yourself, then Freddie Mercury would quite rightly win out. But <laughs> but there are so many, um, there's so so many out there that, again, I I know for a fact that we have forgotten and are forgetting lots of them. But I think you're right, mate. I think that we could we could talk for for days and. I would be very, very, very surprised if we got if we got any anywhere close to anyone being able to to do the job as well as Freddie Mercury. Chester from Lincoln Park. Okay, yeah. So that's a that's a really good shout. Um, he had the very, very strong vocal, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, but they did loads of loads of videos of them backstage and him like doing vocal practice. And yeah, yeah. his range was phenomenal. Yeah, now yeah. he just he wouldn't obviously in the kind of band that Linkin Park were he wouldn't use that range as as much as he could. But just from how he can go from so low to so high, so effortlessly, was that was an inspiration in itself. But again, I find myself thinking Freddie would win because he had it. He had it all. He had the most amazing voice. He had the great showman. He had. He, the crowd were like waiting on his every word yeah yeah i i don't think we can beat him i think um just on the subject of um linkin park you know that that is another album from from my childhood you know when i I listened to it and it, it changed the game in terms of you know i I had I listened to such weird stuff. Well, not weird stuff, but I li- listened to such different stuff when I was growing up. Yeah. And it it could be the Drifters one minute and then drum and bass the next, you know. And but I think that's uh, that's that, that's how you discover what music you're into. Of it, course, when you're when you're is, yeah. when you're growing up as a kid, I was exactly the same. My 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 taste was completely eclectic, and it still is now. Mm. But I find myself pointing towards towards one genre, yeah, yeah. which is, which is kind of like blues and blues rock. But I would never have got there. Mm. If it wasn't for listening to hours of Linkin Park and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and Dr. Dre, it just never would have happened. Some forty-one, Blink One Eight Two. Oh yeah, like punk rock was yeah, yeah. huge as well, you know, and and the pop punk scene. So um, yeah, I mean, I I think I I honestly think, like I say, I when as soon as you said Freddie, I was like, oh mate, it's a hundred percent Freddie, um, and. Uh, I'm I'm really pleased that we both agree, and I think that actually that's probably one of the easier choices to make because mm. although it's from probably the broad, certainly from my mind, it's from the broadest pool and the the biggest pile of of artists to choose from. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, God, having having Freddie on stage, not that any of the other artists would miss a beat, but if they did and Freddie was on stage, you would not give a damn, would you? <laughs> he certainly wouldn't. <laughs> Done. Cool. Cool. Freddie, get in the band, mate. Get in the band. So, Chris, now it's time to talk about our leading lady. Yes. And this is going to be um this is going to be a really tough one. This I is going to be is. hard. Yeah. Absolutely. Um I there's so, there's so, so many to go from. I go on. So, 
you you threw a couple of names into the mix early doors and i'm going to throw a couple of names in early doors on this one if that's okay very good so the ones that jump to mind for me are the classics like your tina turner your whitney houston Mm-hmm. you know they're going to be they're going to be difficult to to argue against um but then a more kind of modern take would be beyonce adele yeah. like how how could you not consider them um alicia keys hell of a voice um aretha franklin uh, i mean obviously the list goes on but just to to kick us off what are your thoughts on them well, I hit, I'm going to propose a question to you before you ask me my thoughts. And are uh, out of all of those names you've said, mm-hmm. which one of those ladies has inspired you, or have any of them? Um, which one of them inspired me? Okay, that is a good question. Because um, I, I when when I think of a, a you know a, a female singer that that has really inspired me, it's mm. it's, it's throwing a it's throwing one out there, but it, it's Nora Jones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time as a kid, you know, just just but well, as a kid, as a, as a kind of teenager, just sat sat with my mum listening to her albums, um, time and time again, and it was it was lovely. It would just get us through some really tough times. Um, so, what? Talk to me about Nora Jones because I've heard of her, but what albums? Um, if if I if I didn't know Nora Jones, what album yep. should I go and listen to? If you didn't know Nora Jones, I would tell you to go with uh, "Come Away with Me." Okay, um, that is it's probably it's probably her biggest selling album i would have thought um and it's yeah she's so she's a jazz singer and it's oh it's just so relaxing mate it's just so lovely there's so much power in her vocals but it's it's kind of like a like a not pushed power it's just it's just a gentle kind of vibrance in her voice that just makes you sink into her album completely it's she's she's amazing and i i think she's you know she encompasses what what a jazz singer should be so i mean chances are mate by the sounds of it that we've actually probably probably hit the nail on the head because because you've you've done really well to get me back to to what it's all about which is inspirations you know it is it's not artists that i've heard of and that i like their voice that's Mm. not what it is at all um you know just FYI, as soon as we were talking about Jimi Hendrix and the Twenty Seven Club, you know, Amy Winehouse obviously came to to my mind, um, yeah. and she she had quite an inspirational story, I would say, in the, in that you know she she had a little bit of a tough time, and obviously, unfortunately, to come to that tough time, but but yeah, I I think when we're trying to get a band of people that have inspired. And let's let's be let's be real. This is you. This is your kind of inspiration um, piece, I would mm. say. Then Nora Jones, Nora Jones is is probably going to get in the band. Well, I'm I'm happy with that. If you are, um, yeah. As soon as as soon as kind of female singers and you start talking about a few of those, and I'm just like, I don't get me wrong. They all have amazing voices, and like I love Whitney Houston, and I thought she was absolutely incredible. Um, but I never listened to one of her songs. And was just like that's changed my life whereas Nora Jones genuinely did if it wasn't okay. if, if it wasn't to mm. listening for Nora Jones with my mum in those tough times as a kid it wouldn't be it, you know it just wouldn't be the same it would have yeah, been yeah. a very you know it was lovely so I think 
I, I th- there isn't any i don't know what the kind of dictionary definition of inspiration is but i'm pretty sure it's going to be close to that you know if if something and someone has has changed you as a person has changed your outlook and made you feel better or inspired you to do something then that's what it's all about right so Absolutely. um so let's get let's get nora in the band nora um, is in the band and that's our band done mate it is our band done do you like what i've done there by the way get in the band um it's my could you like it good good good, good. Uh, <laughs> uh get in the band that's get just in the band me. no no um, i i enjoy that i enjoy that okay i'll blame Lovely. it on facetime so um so let's let's recap then so I, I mean i personally i think that that's a that's a hell of a band and <laughs> let's 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 remind the listeners where we've got to because this has been a really good chat over the course of a couple of weeks a couple of pods yeah. um and i'm i'm excited so well done mate thank you for for sharing so who we got so we are we are produced by dr dre yes we are and then our rhythm section comes from dave grohl on drums and flea on bass yep our guitarists sit at Jimi hendrix carlos santana and peggy jones excellent our saxophone is bleeding gums murphy from the simpsons yeah well done (laughs) And our vocalists are Freddie Mercury and Nora Jones. And that will ding dang do for me. I think that is, I think that's brilliant. And well done. Well done. If you could, how much would you pay to see that gig? Oh my God. Um, What would be your, where where would your cap be on that gig? It depends how much you're willing to lend me as to how much I could afford (laughs) to, to spend. But but it it would be huge, you know, to, Mm to to see to see freddie you know alone would would be ludicrous and and we'll come on to um artists that i have been lucky enough to see at, at another time because that's an episode in itself for sure yeah um but but yeah that uh, good money and lots of it <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely yeah yeah like remortgage perhaps <laughs> who knows <laughs> oh, without a shadow without a shadow <laughs> absolutely um, well, thank you, mate. Thank you for sharing that. And one thing that I would love to to put out there is if you have listened to this, um, if you've enjoyed it, then obviously great. Thank you. Um, do do leave us a review. Tell your mates. Um, but with this episode in particular, let us know who would be in your band, your inspirations band, because there are so many out there and uh, we would love to hear from you. So please send us an email. Um, that's at commusicianpod at gmail.com. And if you can succinctly put it into a social media post, where would where would one put that, Sam? It'd be at commusicianpod. Um, it would. But what it we'll would. do is when uh, when when the episodes go out, we'll, we'll put a post out and we'll say, tell us your, you know, your, your inspiration band. Artists, yeah. and then you know put your put your comments in that so we can see them all in one hit um 100% artists nice artists that have inspired um mate this has been an absolute pleasure so thank you very much no, and... no you're very welcome and um i would just like to say as well next week we'll do a kind of similar vibe but for comedy so um and and kind of comedian so we'll kind of wait for that i guess <laughs> we'll ha- we'll have a um we'll have a comedy inspired um episode soon for sure very good very good that was fun 
that was fun mate that was fun and um while i definitely learned some stuff um <laughs> i think also i i impressed myself with with knowing some things uh, yeah. which, is, <laughs> which is always good right yeah um, it, it is yeah absolutely that was a lot of fun and i think that we've got a pretty good band and as i said uh, earlier on in the pod do let us know your thoughts it's inevitable that you can listen to that and and be you know staggered that we've forgotten people we have you know as soon as we stop recording we're like oh god what about what about if we put this in and blah 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 but that's life you know so um let us know your uh yeah your your choices and we would love to hear them and read them out in in future episodes for sure I agree, and I've just had a really good idea, um, and I'm not going to hold any. I'm... <laughs> Hang on, mate. <laughs> Bear with. <laughs> I'm not going to hold any the authorities. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to hold anybody to this. However, what if we could? I've, I'd, I'd love to see this band. So, what if somebody out there who's smart with a pen and pencil or an iPad and pencil, um, oh mate, could could draw this band for us? Oh my dear. Oh, I a I think what a labour of love that would be, and incredible incredible scenes if if someone was to do it but b you know we spoke earlier about merch i hope i hope this podcast gets to the point where we can get merch because i would love that yeah um imagine imagine like a t-shirt or a poster or whatever of this band created by whoever oh my god i just Um, i'd I'd love nothing more than to see dave grohl on drums and then just to his right bleeding gums murphy on saxophone (laughs) (laughs) with dr dre just behind them orchestrating it almost (laughs) amazing yeah Uh, so you know if you're bored in this lockdown and you're you're good with a pen and pencil you don't even have to be good i'll take anything um just just draw it and send it into uh compositionpod at gmail.com (laughs) oh that'd be great well um yeah i think i think that's that's really good you know we had a we had a nine piece band in the episode that we formed and i think that leads us quite nicely onto our uh our outro which is something we alluded to last week so what's it all about man so this outro is going to be kind of shining a spotlight on whoever or, or an artist that that kind of doesn't need necessarily need help but we just want to push it in in into your homes yeah, I think um, while while the industries that we love, obviously comedy and music and others, um, while while we're in this lockdown, which you know is certainly for the foreseeable, I think everything we are learning at the moment is that of all the industries to go back to normal, it's likely that you know pubs, restaurants, like cafe places where we could perform, you know they are going to be the last ones probably to open so for for musicians and comedians what we wanted to do was just just give a little shout out to to some artists so that our listeners can go and check them out and hopefully give them a little bit of love in a time where you know we can't say go to this gig yeah yeah i agree and it's uh it's it's just all about sharing you know we while while we've all got a bit of time on our hands or we can you know we can put the put some music on or chuck a podcast in or whatever you want we're, we're here to share it so you can listen to something new and something maybe perhaps you wouldn't Yes, that's a really nice way of putting it. And uh, with that in mind, I I think I, it's my absolute pleasure to to kind of shine a spotlight on on this band. So, um, as you know, Sam, I'm a I'm a comedian, and you know, I'm 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 not the biggest and best comic in the world for sure. But you know, I'm I, I'm kind of a big deal, and uh, you're you're gonna feel you're gonna well. know why you're gonna know why I said that in a minute because um, 
I will remember you when when I get famous. And <laughs> you know, this this band is a band that I first encountered at a festival that you're going to be ludicrously jealous of. All right, that's why I mention it. Oh, um, what's it going to be? It's going to be like Glasgow or somewhere, isn't it? So, so I first met Pyramid Stage Coachella. Um, Coachella, yeah, that's it. No, um, <laughs> I I first met these guys at Tiverton Music and Balloon <laughs> Festival. Uh, so. Like I say, rolling with the big dogs now, mate. Um, but these these guys came on, and my job there was to kind of host the the main stage, and it was a lovely little festival, and it was great. And as much as I take the mick, it was it was amazing. But all the bands they had on were I was really surprised by the quality. But then these guys came on stage, and it was just a different level. So the band that we're going to put a spotlight on are from Bristol. They're called Cut Capers. Uh, that's Cut Capers. And they are a nine-piece... Um, how can I describe them? They're kind of like funk, swing, hip-hop. Um, they're, they're just the most energetic, like almost samba-style, brilliant uh, band for, for any occasion. And, and I just really want to give them some love because, like I said, there's nine of them in the band. Uh, I I came across them and became friends with them at this at this festival, and have since seen them go on to play festivals all over Europe, including Glastonbury that we mentioned um, uh, a minute ago. And and actually, <laughs> uh, at Glastonbury, I know some of our listeners will will probably have been, but perhaps with most festivals you you kind of rock up on the wednesday and generally speaking the main music doesn't really start until the friday right mm, yeah uh, it's exactly the same at Glastonbury, but there are like a very few, relatively few um performances that will go on 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 a thursday for example and on thursday night cut capers were playing at Glastonbury a few years ago and and i basically just waxed lyrical about them and told my mates i was like right we've got to go got to go to this and as with any festival quite often people are like oh i'm all right here i'm all right but but we got we got people um to there and they absolutely tore the roof off this they were in this tent i can't remember exactly where but it was about nine o'clock on thursday night the music hadn't really started proper but these guys for me they opened the festival you know and they just smashed it to the point that all of my friends were just rocking out and that some of their tunes are so kind of feel good most of their tunes are so feel good and they've got trumpets they've got uh, saxophones they've got trombones they've got a rapper they've got two rappers they've got a great singer and um, and and it's just got to be heard to be believed you know and so i i i'm i'm quite excited to, clearly to share um share with them but <laughs> Check them out. They've got an album um, called Metropolis, which is available, uh, I think, everywhere that you could possibly want music. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And like I say, while you can't go out and see them at the moment, do do give them a listen and uh, and let us know what you think. That's a really nice share. And I think it's... It is almost impactful to to hear the guy that confused Jimi Hendrix and Deep Purple to <laughs> to recommend a band. So um, uh, yeah, I I'm for sure I'm going to end this now. Head to my garden, uh, grab a beer, and, and and chuck them on the old uh, yeah the old virtual assistant. Um, nice. So mate, yeah. you you should because like I say, they are they're just really cool and they're a lovely bunch of people as well. And um, I would be staggered if you didn't listen to it and just be like, oh yeah, God, Im- just Im- imagine yourself in a festival in the summer, um, and yeah, you'll you'll love it. Nice. Well, we'll we'll share them on our socials um, and we'll we'll share them everywhere we can. Um, but yeah, we implore you to go and listen to uh, the Cut Capers as as soon as you can.
Damn straight. And uh, of course, if you are a musician or an artist, or a comedian or whatever, and you've got something that you'd like us to share with our, our listeners, like we've said before, you know, you're probably not going to be able to retire off the back of one of our announcements. Um, but who knows? You know, we're, yeah. we're on the up. That's it. And I, I, so I watched, do you know Bare Naked Ladies, the band? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, so of I watched their lead singer. I haven't listened to them for ages. It's been about one week <laughs> very very nice um so i yeah i they, wish we had a good good podcast in bell because i would play it there ding um, <laughs> i um I, I watched they did a facebook live or their lead singer did a facebook live the other day and, oh, and cool. he kind of put out this big statement of saying stop giving money to us stop buying our t-shirts stop buying our cds we don't need it we're doing okay mm. in this time like go to your local bands go to your local artists and buy their cds buy their merch you know, when they can't get to a gig and make their money, which is their livelihood, you can buy a T-shirt, get yourself something nice to slob around in at home, and then and then know that you've done something good to help people on. So I think, you know, if you're listening to this and you, you listen to the Cut Capers and you like them, go on their Facebook, find out where you can buy some of their stuff and buy it. Don't, right. don't, don't just stream it. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. And I think that that is, a, that is a lovely way to, to end the pod. Very nice, mate. Really nice. nice work. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Amazing. Well, th- thanks for listening, uh, everybody, and um, and thank you to you, Sam, for for your company and uh, and your lovely end to what's been a lovely pod. It has been a lovely pod, and I will see you next week, sir. Goodbye to you, and goodbye, dear listeners. Goodbye, dear listeners. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Cop Musician Pod. Intro music was Gangster Life by Dirty Blueprint. This podcast was brought to you by Fitz and Sam. See you next week. <laughs>